All right, so real quick before we get started with this week's podcast, we've got a special thing that we're going to do that um, we're going to, we have, we each have a die. We're going to roll it. And based off of that roll, you've got a cocktail menu. I do. And then we're going to make those cocktails, correct? Correct. All right, you, you first. Okay. I'm really hoping I roll a three. All right, five. Five. Okay. What, what's the name of that cocktail? The five. I'm going to call it the Wake and Shake. All right, here we go. Deuce. Deuce. Oh, you get gin cocktail number two. Sweet. All right, let's make those, and then we'll start this week's episode. All right, welcome to Colts and Cocktails. I believe this is episode number 18. I'm your host, Matt Sargent. I'm with, as always, co-host Nick Barkman. How are you doing this evening, Nick? Fantastic. All right, tell me a little bit about what cocktail number five was. Cocktail, okay, so cocktail number five, I'm just calling it Wake and Shake. Uh, It is an experiment that I wanted to try. Uh, So we've got bourbon, uh, cold brew coffee, maple syrup, triple sec, blended, poured over ice, topped with cream or milk or whatever you have available. And then uh, kind of use a uh, garnish with a uh, orange zest, uh, whatever you like uh, there, just because it's kind of good to smell while you're drinking. What did you, did you use milk or did you use cream? I used milk on this one just because I didn't have cream. And how me. is it? Good. All good. right. Very nice. Yeah. And my cocktail here is called gin cocktail number two. Gin cocktail number two. That is, so that is gin uh, so you, okay, first, so you take pears, uh, about a quarter of a pear, cube it up, uh, take a slice of jalapeno, throw that in, uh, about half an ounce of maple syrup, a uh, quarter of an ounce of lemon juice, muddle that, add ice, pour a uh, shot and a half, two shots of gin in there, shake it, pour I think we all know that when you were making mine, it was two shots, not a shot and a half. Correct. I mean, you know. Right. Um, is it good? It's got and it's got a kick to it. You didn't have to muddle that uh, jalapeno or anything, and it's got yeah. you know just shook it. It's really good. So this is this is some good recipes. Are these uh, are these from Seismic Lounge or are these uh, your own? Uh, these are just my own uh, from wanting to try it. Honestly, nice. like I I like pears. And uh, I've seen other things combined with uh, with jalapenos before, and I thought, no, nah, pear and jalapeno would probably go well together. I like pears. Sounds like a shitty band name. I like pears is the name of my ska band. <laughs> uh, that... We were ska core. So I saw something interesting on Twitter before we get in, into the weeds here um, this evening. <clears throat> It was a somebody tweeting about uh, Generation X, Gen X, Gen Xers, um, and the furniture choices when they moved out of their houses and milk crates, yeah, and cinder blocks. <laughs> and I started just laughing because I'm like, oh my gosh, that's I can remember you know doing stuff with crap like that. That was every bookshelf was milk exactly crates. exactly, yeah. and I'm like, oh yeah, duh. 
Um, they were versatile. <laughs> Look, we did. We were Gen X. We did with what we had. Right. Which yeah. was, was not much. Right. <laughs> and so uh, then, of course, people were commenting, oh, yeah, you know, my daughter says that those flannel shirts we used to wear were ugly. And you know, so I turned around and told her, all those flannel shirts cost 50 cents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they were made for old men. So stop it. Although we were talking about it at work today, and we're like, of all the trends that could come back, mom jeans was not the one that I saw coming. No, gross. I don't I don't get it and I said it would be it would be like if men were walking around like us like 40 uh, plus year old men walking around in gen coat jeans with like the bottoms are all wet and it, you're basically wearing a denim skirt. It would be like if I started wearing uh slacks with pleats. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Braided so, belts. Uh no, please no. Um, th- that braided belts comment just made me lose my train of thought. We were talking about Twitter braided belts, yeah. Uh, polo, uh, Ralph Lauren polo cargo shorts. Those Ooh. were awesome. Um, Silk shirts. Ooh, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'd still I'm wear, sure I, you I, I would totally, yeah, I would totally wear a silk. I'm shirt sure now. you did. I'm I sure ha- you did. Uh, I have. And you probably I, had one being it from Hutch. I, you, you know what really sucks one. is I had. Uh, and I never took a picture of it. My first dance that I ever went to in seventh grade, uh-huh. I had like a, I want to go like a really dark red, like a maroon silk shirt. Okay. I had Z Cavaricci jeans. Yes. Right. I mean, you're, you're feeling everything here. Like yeah. they got, you know, there's colors on the fly and everything. I am wearing fake alligator shoes. Okay. With, I was going to say with little, kind of Doc Martens. With little metal tips okay. on the bottom. I looked the balls. Um, I'm going to get this name wrong, but that, I would expect, was it the guy with the red hair, was it named Bornholtz? Yeah, Bornholt. Yeah. Bornholt, yeah. That, I, he wore, well, the first time I met him, he had crazy jeans, and it wasn't silk, but it was a white shirt that didn't have too many buttons. But no. No, <laughs> that absolutely tracks. <laughs> and he had some funky. Uh, he was probably shoes. wearing a beater underneath it. You know what? I bet he was. Yeah, I bet he was. Yep. What was the name of that uh, place that served the beer and the cans? Oh, uh, uh, that would have been the Silver Dollar. Yes, the Silver Dollar Lounge. And they were open till midnight, right? Yes, yes. they would give you a koozie with duct tape on it. Exactly. To keep your to keep your natural light. Oh my ice goodness! Cold. So we got some sports going on. This right. weekend that are of interest to us. Chiefs are hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars. Is correct. that correct? Mm-hmm. On Saturday. Um, <laughs> the quarterback uh, Spicoli. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to the game, are you? No, I, we were actually just looking at uh, tickets and I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to do this. Like it was going to be like a thousand bucks. A piece, and I'm like, that's no, there's no way, right? Just stay at home, and mm-hmm. beer's cold in the fridge, or you've got Nick's bar, but I've already, by. right? I've, I've already gone to my game for the year, right? You, yeah. yeah, exactly. Same here, yeah. Uh, why don't we just do a Nick's pick on this game? Oh, yeah, okay. So the spread is as I'm pulling this up. I think it's eight and a half, but I wonder if it's moved. I'm gonna I'm gonna log into my 
unnamed sports book app because we are not affiliated. We're not affiliated. I'll just tell you right now, I have all of them that are legal in Kansas. What we might be affiliated with uh, is the gin used in your cocktail tonight. Tomstown Gin, Tomstown, downtown Kansas City. It is a controlled bomb. Sweet. I was actually told that today. Oh, yeah? Well, that normally urban areas don't have distilleries in them Uh because they are essentially a controlled bomb. Okay. Right? Think of a fire. Yeah. That entire block explodes. Oh, geez. I know. Thankfully, well, yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't even think of that. Okay, uh-huh. Chiefs are eight and a half point favorites. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, they have a lot of mojo going into it. Like Trevor Lawrence, him and his cool buzz and tasty waves coming into this game. Uh, they've, they've got a lot of like <laughs> momentum going into it. I just don't think they've got it for us. This weekend, I think we've just got too many things to throw at them. Uh, eight and a half points. So, if yeah. you have to place a bet on the game, eight and a half points. Are you laying the eight and a half, or are you taking the Jags plus eight and a half? Uh, I'm I'm definitely saying we're going to cover. Yeah. Right on that. Uh, I I would say Chiefs probably by like fourteen minimum. Okay. Well, let's hope you're right. Yeah. I mean that's that's the key to the game. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm actually more interested in the other game because if if I'm memory serves, if the Bengals win and the Chiefs win, we get to host the game. Right. If the Bills win, we win. We play that game. I believe it now in Atlanta mm-hmm. in a dome and, in Mercedes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I mean, I, I'd much rather see it in Arrowhead and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. I, and again, I feel definitely terrible about everything that transpired there. Uh, and if that's the way to make it fair, fine. But right. I would much rather host that game. Absolutely. Obviously. Absolutely. Um, basketball, KU hosts TCU this weekend. They lost a tough game uh, two days ago. They were running out of luck. Honestly, we had been lucking our way into a couple of those lately. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With with the scores just being extremely tight, says nothing to take away. K State played an, an amazing game. They are definitely a lot better than anybody was going to give them credit for. Yeah, and I like Coach Tang, cool yeah. guy. They were picked uh, last or next to last in the league, and look where they're at, tied right. for first. So it's uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to the game in Lawrence here, and uh, it's less than two weeks now because I think it's. Yeah. The 30th or the 31st, so. Nice. Uh, That'll be good. Yeah, Dave and I are going. Oh. So, yeah. So yeah. It'll be Very uh, nice. Interesting. Um, what next? Uh, there seems like there was another topic that I was going to talk about, horse racing. And so I've been uh, getting busy at work and horse racing. I've been doing it later, later and later in the evenings because work has been – I've been staying at work later. So. Uh, Your job is cutting into your hobby. I know it's uh, it's a shame. Mm-hmm. Uh, last time that we were uh, recording, I started doing those, uh, you know, the hammers nail picks. Yeah, and boy, I started off super super hot. Um, I'm going to pull up the. I didn't even think about doing this before, but I'm going to now. My record on these picks 
Uh, I think that I've done 10 of them because I, I was trying to do it every day. And then there was a day that I was like, you know what? There's not a pick here that I really like. Right. You know, there's not a horse that I really like. So tomorrow, I'm going to go ahead and give out tomorrow's pick today. But you might not be listening to it until Friday the 20th. So this is my pick of the day for Friday, January 20th. It is Santa Anita Race 6, which goes off 6 p.m. Eastern Time. I always deal in Eastern Time because then everybody knows what's going on. Uh, okay. Yeah, fair. Um, the horse I like there is the number one, Big Bell. This five-year-old mare has shown some late kick, and I think there's just enough uh, early speed lined up for her to run into. Jockey Flavian Pratt wow. is back aboard, and he goes... Tries to make it two in a row. So, do jockeys take stage names? Because that totally sounds like a stage name. No, Flavian no, Pratt. No. Come on, Flavian Pratt. You know, I I read Ortiz. You think I read Ortiz made up his name? I mean, right? It seems like it. No, no these guys, they're just unique. They're from you know unique different countries. And Flavian Pratt sounds like the lead singer of a band called Junk from like '97. You know what I mean? Here we, it all comes back to Gen X. Yeah. 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 They, they toured uh, Seattle with uh, Nirvana for a stint. The album cover is just like uh, someone flipping the bird. Please. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, with a lot of, you know, green. And it's kind of blurry. Yeah. It's a little blurry. One oh, of those, yeah. And it's crooked. Yep. It's crooked. Uh, he went on TRL and 100% clowned Carson Daly on it. We could do a we could do an entire episode about MTV. It mm-hmm. seems like. Hmm. This is a good cocktail. Good. The uh, I'm I'm really glad because I've never had it. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. Here pretty soon we're gonna have to make another one of your cocktails. I'm, there we I'm go. Pretty sure. So my record. Then I was gonna get to the record. So I've done ten of these. Mm-hmm. One win, five seconds, zero thirds, which means there have been four that haven't hit the board. Got it. But uh, there was I was doing a stretch, and the ones that uh, finished second, they were so uh, I'm betting them. I'm betting all these horses uh, across the board, and every single one of those ones that finished second, I still made. I think the lowest amount of money that I made was forty cents, um, but I'm keeping them in my handy uh, horse racing logbook that I got for Christmas. Oh, and uh, yeah, it's in my bag. I think I should get it out and show it to you. Yeah, because I so today's pick was awful, uh, and I can't remember what today's pick. But it today's horse pick, racing logbook different than a regular logbook. Exactly. Yes, yeah. it, it com- just it has pictures of horses on it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. It's and it's it looks like somebody's printed out an Excel spreadsheet. Oh, uh, nice. <laughs> you can fill it in, mm-hmm. you know, with this and that and the other thing. So uh, one of the cool things I've got going. Uh, um, is so this weekend it's not like the beginning of the Kentucky Derby trail but it's the first it's the first uh race in this contest that I've got that I'm in involved in uh that goes through the triple crown races and oh. this weekend is the the first uh race it's uh at the fairgrounds it's the 14th race they got a big uh uh, day of racing and at the fairgrounds in uh, Louisiana this uh, Saturday. And uh, the big race is the grade three Lecomp. And there's a field of eight. 
Um, okay. It's a pretty uh, competitive race. Uh, it looks to be, at least, uh, with the stuff that I like to look at. And so we're going to start. We're going to go down through this race before we take our cocktail break. Got it. And, of course, you know how we're going to start. I'm going to tell you the names of the horses, and you're going to tell me which ones you like and which ones you don't. Um, uh, coming out of the one hole on the rail, number one, Echo Again. Okay. Okay. Number two, Dennington. Dennington. Yeah, it's like, uh, uh, think of it this way. Um, the ownership decided, they couldn't decide if they liked Denny's or Bennigan's. Oh, So they right. came up with Dennington. Dennington. Dennington um, sounds like a kid who goes to, like, finishing school. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is a good name right here. Three, Bromley. Bromley? Not to be confused with Wilford Brimley. Right. <gasps> but it's very close. Yeah. It's very close. It's, uh, that's, it's Walrusian. Yeah. <laughs> Walrussian? I don't know. <laughs> Four, confidence game. Okay. Okay. It's okay. Five, Tappet's Conquest. Now, this is the horse that's going to get bet. Is that an Atari game? (laughs) So, this horse is out of Tappet. That's uh, the sire. And uh, it's Brad Cox trainee and Florent Giroux. Florent Giroux. Florent Giroux and and Flavian Platt. (laughs) Together uh, this year at Coachella. (laughs) Let me just, let's run down the, the other okay. jockeys. Tyler Gaffleoni. Wow. Um, this is Corey Lannery. You know what? Pretty, pretty regular name. We might need to go by jockey name as opposed to horse name. Yeah, Javier Castellano. That's beautiful. Yes. Um, this one's pretty, yeah, James Graham. How, how boring, huh? Ugh. This is Brian but, Hernandez Jr. But call him Jimmy Graham. And now it's it, fun. Yeah, exactly. Now right. he's in Goodfellas. Yeah. Um, Louis Saez. And the two fills is being ridden by Jareth Loveberry. Okay. No, it is not. Yeah. That's, That's the name that I think Michael Bluth makes up <laughs> on Arrested Development when he's talking to Julia Louise Dreyfus's character. That's funny. No, so... Uh, Wait, okay. Say, Jareth what? Loveberry. Shut up. Yeah. Oh, that's his name. That's not even a... So Shame on his parents <clears throat> for even having that last name. Where? How did that survive Ellis Island? Right. <laughs> Good God. So the last three names of the... The last three horses are the six, Itzos. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Okay. Seven, Instant Coffee. Okay. Not, okay. a bad, not a bad yeah, name. Not, not a bad, bad name. And then the eight is uh, Jareth Loveberry's mount is on uh, eight. Two fills. Two fills. Okay. Wait, two fills like F-I-L? No. no. Two fills like, uh, hey, look, it's my brother Daryl my other brother Daryl. And it's Phil. The, the two fills. And two fills. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, I like that horse's name and the jockeys. I mean... I say I don't like the jockey's name, but only because it's not even real. It's a ridiculously made-up name. That's something that you looked around a room. Like, somebody asked your name, and you didn't want to tell them, and you just looked around a room, couldn't find anything, and said the first thing that kind of sounded like Jared, and then made up the most ridiculous last name you could think of. So let's take a a closer look at the two fills. Uh, Five races, Mm -hmm. three wins. Okay. 
No seconds, no thirds. Um, has one at Colonial Downs. Uh, let's see. It's like Canterbury. And also at uh, Churchill Downs, but on synthetic. So... Is that frowned upon? I have no idea. I'm not a good. Uh, I'm not a good synthetic handicapper. Uh, the it's um, so it depends on where. It's essentially it's. Uh, I I think it's more like turf. Okay. Um, the stuff down at Gulfstream Park is called Tapeta. It's very. It, it looks. Uh, it. It's not as consistent as what. And it varies, and, and all these tracks vary, but um, I don't have any kind of feel for it. Whenever there's like a uh, a pick four, pick five, pick six that has a synthetic race, I, I mean, I stay away from synthetic racing uh, like the plague as much as I can. Um, this horse looks like it's uh, preferred uh, is uh, synthetic, but more so dirt. Uh, surface, okay. Uh, really, is uh, is highly rated in uh, wet conditions. So, um, I don't know. I haven't looked at the uh, forecast. So, but the two fills is probably not a bet for me. It's uh, let's see. He's it's not that he's jumping up in class, but he. I mean, at Keeneland and at, at Churchill Downs. Uh, so the two dirt courses with probably the stronger fields. I mean, the strong field at Keeneland. Um, oh, he raced on my birthday at Keeneland. Well, that's a good sign. Um, we finished seventh. I'd have to go back and look at my write-up on that uh, hammer.bet because I was in Colorado doing... Uh, I, that might be the day that I did my write-up. I'll have to look at oh. that. Now, the horse that I, I kind of like here, I like that instant coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's see. Jockeyed by... Instant Coffee is uh, Luis Saez. Okay. Fun name. And he's been on the last. So uh, Instant Coffee won on debut at Saratoga. And then uh, with Dylan Davis uh, in the Irons. And they made the switch to Luis Saez uh, also on my birthday um, at Keeneland. Finishing uh, fourth. So completed the Super. And then Churchill right around Thanksgiving. So it would have been... I don't know what day Thanksgiving was on, but this was eleven twenty-six, and won as the favorite, as the as the post-time favorite. So, um, I like this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't have morning lines though, um, so I don't know what the price is. I wouldn't bet it to win at anything less than three to one. So it's got to be three to one or better. And I, it looks like from the deal that I look at. That that would not be a win candidate, win bet candidate. Um, Echo again, the one, has raced three times, finished first once and third once. And at Churchill Downs back in September, finished seventh. Uh, Finished a gross seventh. But um, this is a horse out of Gunrunner, who is a very... There was a, a stretch last year where uh, gunrunner-sired horses were doing very well. Um, it's trained by Steve Asmussen, uh, winning his trainer in North America. Um, wow. It's that's, also, that's it's, also a, it's also a gray. 
and uh, anybody that uh, I play horses with or that I you know know that I the gray horses I have an affinity for I have a soft spot for a gray. Oh, see, and it's funny because I was hearing that uh, they ain't what they used to be. <laughs> They're a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I understand it. So, um, I'm uh, almost, I mean, almost certainly this is uh, probably the best distance for that. Uh, let's see. What is it? Yeah. Eight and a half, nine furlongs, probably a favorite distance. Uh, a dirt horse through and through. I, I think it's going to get a fair price too. I think dirt horse is like something that you would call somebody like as a, as like a slang term for some division of the military. They're like, Oh, the dirt horses. Like that's totally uh, a platoon of guys of special forces guys. So Rangers, I'm going to (laughs) say. So the contest that I'm in, Mm -hmm. I I mean, there are like, there are a lot of races. I should have brought the sheet that has how many there are. When we take the break, I'll, I'll look and see if it's in my bag. You have the mythical $100 to place one bet on each one of these races. One race a weekend starting this weekend. Okay. You can do... Uh, mythical $100, so like crypto? So like in these contests that I do, you know, when I went to Vegas, it's yeah. a mythical uh, win place bet, but it was just a $2 win place bet. So this is... Got it. On this deal, I can place a win, place show, exacta, exacta box, trifecta, trifecta box. I don't know if you can do a super. Um, so I'm going to have to do some math, which uh, that's... I mean, so when, you know, play the odds board and everything... Um, It'll be interesting. I'll have to watch this echo again and see where what the the price is. And then uh, I don't know when the – I need to look closer at the rules sheet to see when I need to turn in the turn in the bet. But sure. uh, certainly it's going to be after scratches. So I, certainly I could put it up until uh, race time. But I just came across this deal on Twitter, and uh, this guy, he's, this is the fifth. I guess he doesn't every year. This is the fifth year he's done it. Oh. So um, – It'll be interesting. Um, aggregate through, like I said, the Triple Crown. Uh, but, yeah, I think favorite horse right now, just the brief look at is this Echo again. Um, Tappet's Conquest is uh, finishing the Exacta, both uh, career starts. But uh, everybody's favorite, Bromley. That, oh, that, okay. Bromley's two for two. Will for Bromley. Yeah, with Javier Castellano. Right. I mean, that's a, that is a great name. Honestly, Javier Castellano is a name that like, that's a, that's like a name that gets announced Yeah. before someone enters a room. Oh, you want to know what's funny? I didn't even see this at the top, the, you know, the software that I'm using. Guess Hmm. who they, guess who the horse that they like in second. Hmm. Two fills. Two fills. (laughs) I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. Sometimes it works. Yeah. Sometimes when your name is Jareth Lo- Loveberry? Yeah. God, Not to be confused with, uh, uh, what was the movie uh, with, um, was it 10 Things I Hate About You when that, uh, what's-his-face was in that band called Loveburger? 
Oh, that was uh, that was can't hardly wait. Can't hardly wait. How yes. do you like your love bugger? Well done. <laughs> you know what? That is the perfect. That is the perfect thing to take a our midway break on right yeah. there. And we're back. Boom. Back at it again. Hey, what's the name of this new cocktail you just made us? Uh, so this angry is, Sarge. It's the angry. It could be the angry Sarge because mine isn't as good as theirs. But this is the angry goat. Uh, this is my favorite cocktail at Tomstown, uh, and my actually my favorite cocktail that I've ever had. And I tried to recreate it, and it's fine. Like I said, it's fine. It's just not obviously not going to be as good as theirs. This has got the rosé lalette in it. Yep. So it is uh, whiskey. I used rye. They used bourbon. They used their uh, double oaked bourbon okay. uh, in that. And that's probably one of the reasons it has a little richer flavor. But uh, it's strawberry habanero syrup, uh, lime juice, and uh, lilette rosé. The great thing about the show notes this week are they're going to be long. Yeah, three at least three. We, mm-hmm. Hey, we might we might have a fourth drink recipe. Right? Who knows? And again, I have no idea. This is like my attempt at making. I have no idea what their measurements are for any of the things in it. I just kind of took a guess. That's why this is Nick's version of the Angry Goat, right? Which we just call the Angry Colt. The ang. God damn it! We are good. We are. Thank you, sir. This girl is on fire. Right. Well, I'm. You know, I'm going to say that I'm going to edit that out, but I'm not. Please do. No. <laughs> it's. It's to be edited. It, it may or may not get edited. This is the part of the show that I like to ask you for an update on um, that uh, artificial intelligence. Have you used that thing yet? What is it? Oh, uh, Chat GPT. So, uh, did, we talked about this last time, I believe. Uh, we were talking about how Chat GPT uh, last version was using uh, my fingers very close together amount of data, and mm-hmm. uh, the next version is said to be able to be able to write a fifty thousand word book. Yeah, and it's using uh, me holding my arms out. Uh, extendedly worth of data. I just read in one of these newsletters that I get that I'm almost certain that somebody is using that to send texts to lonely people. And I'll let you just imagine what I'm getting at. <laughs> is this like the guy who sends it? I I have a friend who gets like weird text messages from all over the place. And he just goes along with it. But this is an artificial intelligence that I think you sign up so that you can get these texts. Oh, no. Yes. It's, is it like, Only the lonely. Oh, God. It's like a 1-900 number, isn't it? I don't know. I, from I, like the 90s. Dude, I, you know. Which, uh, by the way, did I tell you I watched a documentary on Miss Cleo? No. Yeah. How was that? Uh, it, as you would expect. Yeah. Obviously not from Jamaica, but... Jamaican me crazy. Exactly. Uh, and she had to go into hiding. She, actually, I felt really bad. The She was all over the commercials and all of that. She made, like, no money. Yeah? Like, yeah, the guys who uh, ran the company just basically used her as the spokesperson, but, like, paid her very little. Oh. And, yeah. Too bad for her. I'm going to tell you about this cocktail you made. It's... Uh... 
on my lips got a little bit more kick than the uh, gin cocktail that had the jalapeno in it. Well, this does. I mean, this is strawberry habanero syrup. Ah, so, that's yeah. it. Yes, that. Yes. Yeah. I used a whole habanero pepper in the making of this. I had to take a, a cue and for myself and actually listen to the podcast, even if it's while we're recording. <laughs> you are so stupid. No, it no. was. Uh, no, I'm saying like it's. It's not bad. Uh, probably, yeah. I, like I probably it. could use a little less habanero, but you know what? If I was if I was making this at Matthew's bar just by looking at this, I would uh, I would take my strainer when I would pour it in there. I would strain it. Just yeah, because I know. Of those, those little deals. Yep. Yeah, um, it is settling at the bottom. Yeah, well, I like it. I think it's damn good. No, what uh, the AI thing that I'm talking about? Uh, oh, Jasper. Yeah, Jasper. I was going to call it Jarvis, but I realized that's Iron Man. We. <laughs> We, uh, we, I know that creative has used it and I know that I need to get an update. Anyway, you haven't I used know, it. I have not used it yet. I should use it actually. Well, this is, uh, this is our shtick because. <laughs> okay. Here's a, I'll tell you what, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to use it for follow-up emails to people. Oh. I'm just going to feed it information and see what it comes up with, uh, just, yeah, to I, email I mean, people back. I just think it's, uh, <sighs> I think it's, I don't know, it's a huge coincidence that I had read about it and seen it. I don't even know why it, you know, popped up in a feed somewhere. I mean, like, I, it just, it was probably, you know, however. And then when I mentioned it to you, you're like, oh, yeah, we just signed up for that. So mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm, I'm always curious about that stuff. Um, unfortunately, that probably can't sell caskets. Um, uh, you know what? You might be surprised. It could have uh, been good ad copy. I mean, you know. We don't do advertising. I was gonna go real dark <laughs> on this, but yeah, I'll I'll keep it. Light. We don't do we don't do ads. The uh, I think we kind of reached like you know what is that boys to men song? The, end of the road. The end of the road. Mm-hmm. Um, for this episode, we went over the sports. We did Nick's picks. We, I did. I gave out my pick. I mean, I can tell you a little bit about uh, what AI is doing and right now <laughs> can you uh, tell me about it, what it's doing in the medical field ai uh <laughs> recently served a friend of mine under under arts and crafts uh a facebook ad for fake silicone feet <laughs> that's not even a thing shut up that's i don't even want to nope i'm telling you and it was fake silicone feet i'll show you the picture it's amazing and i'm like like I I know exactly what those are being used for, right? I know, right? This is supposed to be a family show, Nick. And I mean, so really, I mean, uh, yeah, the, the we occasional curse word came but, up I mean, came up with whole scenarios around this person's life, like trying to explain why they had bought these things. Yeah, I was really in the weeds on the fake silicone feet front. So that's what AI is doing. Just FYI, we're not in any real danger if that's what they're serving up. Uh, if if AI is like. Serving that up in ads, we're in no real danger yet. So to sum up, uh-huh. <laughs> Chiefs by double digits. Chiefs by double digits. Echo again, winning the LeCompte. Hmm. I don't know. I don't see it. I don't see it. I'm gonna go with. Cherith, I know you're not gonna Cherith see it because you're gonna be doing something else. You're gonna be watching <laughs> the Chiefs game during this. Well, no, the Chiefs game will be over. Um. Yeah, and I don't even know, KU uh, over TCU, it's a bounce-back game. Grady Dick probably goes for 20-plus uh, points. Really, really hoping. Uh, uh, man, 
Wilson, that sucks that he had such an amazing night on a loss. Like 38 points, that kid was completely on fire. But to kind of revisit a previous uh, pod's talking point, his teeth look great while he's doing it. They do. On that note, my friend, cheers. Be back next time.